right, so if you're free tonight, I will be performing at Astoria Queens for one of my first shows ever in eight months <laughs> at Shalaya Tavern. But you get uh, KDK's link. It's for the Get Back Show in honor of... She says she hears you, gang, gang. Okay, great. Who, who says she hears me? What's her name? That's Evie. That's Evie. Oh, Evie, hey. Evie How you doing? What's up? It's my first live stream. I'm on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch right now. That's crazy. Damn, once we get the angles, we're going to be doing a lot more crazier lives than this one. Yo, you didn't even give him the welcome. Say what up to him, bro. Are we officially live? We're officially live. It's 12 o'clock, see, baby. You see all the pics? Oh, I didn't even got Let's my go. lights on or nothing, man. What the fuck? Wait, wait. Yeah, put your lights on. Yeah, put your lights on. Should I give him the pig now? Put the lights on. Put the lights on. Right, pretend pretend, pretend, pretend like I'm not live yet. Let's I'm go. I'm still fingering it out. Can, oh, you see the pigs good? Go. You see all my pigs good? You see all these pigs, son? Yeah, I see your pigs. Yes. The chat is cutting one off a little bit, but I see the pigs. Okay. All right, so should we do a, another re-re-intro right now or no, something? No, go ahead. You've been live. Right. This is the point right, of so, live. What up, everybody? Welcome to... The first ever Picasso's Basement live, baby. With, of course, the guy that made this all happen right now, Mr. G, out of character. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. We in the motherfucking building. And as, as, we're, as always, follow me on all social medias, Richie Loves Yoyos, R-I-C-H-I-E-L-U-V-S-Y-O-Y-O-S. I'm, as you can see, I'm on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, I'm on Instagram. Follow me there. Twitch. YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, follow me on Twitch. Give me money anywhere at these other top things that's always popping out in the corner. So, wow. First ever live stream. So, remember, we're op open to the floor. This is our first ever live stream. So, we want any Q&As, anything you can ask us, ask us anything. We're just going to treat this like a normal show. Just talk about, like, everything we've been Evie doing for wanted, the past week. We wanted to drop that, um, the, 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 what is it? The give back is live as well. She yes. Just, she just wanted to let everybody know. Yes, yes, yes. KDK is throwing a showcase tonight. Talk to him. At a private location. It says on the flyer, private location. but So I don't know if I should give away where the exact location is. If she wants to leave it in the chat, she'll leave it in the, the chat. But it's at a private location. And it's for the Get Back Show. It's in honor of Cure for Sarcoma. Because unfortunately, a friend of hers passed away several years ago. So she honors her friend by throwing these showcases every single year. And this has been, I think, the fourth or fifth Get Back show she's done. So mm -hmm. it's very admirable to honor her friend, you know, in this way. I will be performing. I haven't performed in over eight months. So I have wow. a little. Yes, eight months. And you the said eight months. Yo, you got to have to knock the dust off of that yo, shit, B. Yo, and the last time I performed, it was actually like one of the worst shows I did. And Why? that was because it was in Long Island. It was in Potchog, Long Island. It was for this. Patchog. 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 So it's in Long Island. And that part of Long Island is very confederate as in they really love. Wait, wait, wait. They got confederates in Long Island? Yeah, there was a confederate. When we were driving to the event, it was me and my father. Garce, Jay Garce, out to get Jay Garce. He was performing there too. He performed first. And. He was there ahead. He already performed before I got there because the ship was so far away. One, that was already annoying. From my house to that part, I live in the Bronx. So from the Bronx to Patchaw was already like an hour and 15 minutes. Yes. yes on a good yeah. day drive. Yeah, yeah. So that's far already. That's like going to the deepest end of Brooklyn for me. So we drive in and we notice a lot of... Make America Green, MAGA, MAGA everything, and Confederate flags as we're driving on the highway. 
I thought that shit was crazy, one. And then we get to the parking lot. It's at a brewing company, Blue Point Brewing. Shout out to them. Their, their beer is actually really good. What made it crazy was in the parking lot, as I said, we saw so many conf- like flags and Confederate that's, flags. That's, that's crazy. Like, What do you think about that? Do, do you think it's an item of symbolism in our history, or do you think it's straight disrespectful? <laughs> I feel honestly for, for that, I think it's both. I feel like it's both because it's, I guess it is a part of our history. It's something that happened in America that I feel shouldn't be forgotten. But it's like the people that honor that, you're honoring losers. You're honoring people that lost. The fact- mm, that's a bar right there. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, it's like you're honoring people that didn't win nothing. They got their demolished. Thank you to Ulysses S. Grant. If you actually know the history of like how the Civil War ended... She dropped where the she dropped where it was tonight. She said it's at uh, Shalea Tavern. Yeah, 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 Tavern. All right, so yeah, we're at it's at the Shalea Tavern. I didn't want to get the private locations because I don't know. I didn't want to well, like any. Well, she just dropped it, y'all. If y'all want to see Mr. Richie Yo-Yo's <laughs> perform and come out to see people perform tonight, this is live, so you're getting the info as it's delivered. He's there. At, what's the name of it? Shalea Tavern. There you go. It's in Astoria. It's in Astoria. It's a, the parking there is pretty good. Yo, the bar is really dope. I'm going to be pulling up. I'm going to do a very dope set. Like, I did tell myself, since this is my first set in like eight months, that I was going to kind of be a little bit more, like a little bit more casual. I wasn't going to go, I'm going to kind of go a little all out, but not as all out as I usually do. Like, get super freaking crazy, like, as people know me for. But it's going to be real dope. I'm going to give you a show because I'm an entertainer. Wait, mm-hmm. I was an entertainer way before. I'm an entertainer first before I'm a rapper. We were just having this combo, right? Yes. Look, because remember, look, as I tell everybody, I'm not a rapper. I'm a yo-yoer. Yes. It just so happens I know what how to rap. You... Okay, <laughs> but that's like that's like cheating, though. You How's know that cheating? Because, like, I've been saying that shit for a while. I'm not a rapper. I'm not a rapper. I'm not, I'm not a bard. Up, like, there's a difference between you see, like, rappers and gods, and then you just see peasants trying to rap. Mm. You know, I've been, he knows I've always, I've always well. considered myself a peasant trying to rap until I'm able to get in the ring with other artists that are, I find to be upper echelon mm-hmm. and I'm keeping the pace. Sometimes I'm out rapping them. Mm. So it's like, Rich, I've heard you rap, my brother. You are not just a casual rapper. Mm. You, you know, you definitely portray where you got your rapping history from through your raps. Mm. You feel me? Now, if you ever wanted to excel that, then I guess you would be feeling more official to yourself. Mm-hmm. But to outside people, mm-hmm. when I see you on stage, that's a yo-yo nigga that can rap. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It goes mm-hmm. hand in hand. Mm-hmm. It's not saying, oh, that's a guy that knows how to use a yo-yo and he raps. No. That's no yo-yo nigga that can rap. Mm-hmm. It goes hand in hand. You, you, got, you just chose to excel in mm-hmm. yo-yoing. And then you took, like, you say, you say it on every pod, what rapping gave to you. Rapping allowed you to get outside that box and be more of yourself mm-hmm. without having a fear of it. Yep. You know what I mean? Rapping, rapping almost, like, left you naked to the world. And you were mm-hmm. like, I'm cool with it mm-hmm. because the armor that I got on is I rap. Yes. And I sling this fucking yo-yo around. <laughs> you know, it's a talent. It's a skill. Yeah, it's, it's definitely true, everything, he, everything he's saying. Because it's like with rap... It helped me give a, give a voice. So it gave me a, mm-hmm. a way of expressing myself, not only with just doing yo-yo tricks and stuff. Like, yo-yo tricks was like the door that, like, if 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 I had to break it down, yo-yo went open the door. Rapping gave me a reason. Rap, yo-yo, I'm fucking confusing myself. Um, 
Yo, you in? Open the door. Rapping made me walk in and conversate with people. Because Facts. So that's how I felt like it happened with me, like just studying and I listen to a lot of old school music to this day. Like I don't even really. Well, what's your what's your old school repertoire? What's 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 in your old school? What Beatles, Elvis? Oh, how old you get? Gladys Knight. Like how how old you get? I'll get Earth, older than fire. I can go far back as Duke Ellington. Ray, okay, yeah, Ray Charles. Oh, let's go. Let's no, go. Otis like Redding. Otis Redding. Eddie James. Mm, I can go Bing Crosby, mm. Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr. Oh, see, now you're speaking crazy names. <laughs> and now you're speaking crazy. He that, said Sammy yeah. Davis Jr., yes. fucking Dean Martin. Screaming Jay Hawkins. Look wow. him up. There's a guy that, he was one of the guys that was really famous like in like the like the mid-century for like hawking on rhymes and still sounding like real dope. He'll be like, rah, everybody, rah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That James Brown shit. Yes, like, it, I think he, He'll be like, he'll be like, like he's going to throw up, but it sounded like dope. Mm-hmm. At that for that time, like now it's like you know they have to be crazy if you try anything like that. So that's like kind of where I draw some of my inspiration from because my dad grew me up. Shout out to my dad; he grew me up on a lot of old school. For, Didn't you go out with pops last night? Nah, he couldn't pull up. He went to a cigar bar. Oh, he went to a cigar bar. Yeah, he got invited. Those are dope. Those yeah, he, are dope. He was he still bought a ticket and was gonna try to pull up. But he got caught up at the Subaru with his you, friends and stuff. Do you hear that? I don't mean to be. I don't mean to. I don't mean to be a dick out here. Mm-hmm. But he still bought a ticket and didn't show up. <laughs> How many of our friends buy? <laughs> don't even buy tickets and don't even show up, right? Yep. He like his own father showed his support by saying, "Yo, I ain't gonna be there, but let me support what you're doing by here." Mm-hmm. You know that, and that's your pops. Yep. And he came out for Jay Garz, and you know he knows about Rockview. Shout out to Rockview Entertainment. Shout out to. You know, S Rock, you know, Lucius, everybody that's Facts. running that, you know, that label and, you know, the movement and stuff. You're absolutely dope. Like, I've known S Rock for, whew, oh, like, at shit. least like five. <laughs> what happened? No, no, no. Evie said your pops didn't give her an invite. Pops See, didn't give her an invite. He, my dad bought a ticket tonight for your thing. He's coming up tonight. He's coming tonight. He's coming to the show tonight. <laughs> Don't give in to the talking shit. <laughs> it's like, so I was like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> she can't answer you right now. <laughs> yeah. You like, see her tonight. Yeah, I'm seeing you tonight. Yeah, my dad's going to be there. How do you feel about performing, man? Wow. It's like. You're going to perform with a mask on? I, I'm, <laughs> as I said, I'm probably going to keep this one a little casual because i do have like costumes like even for the promo file i got the one where i did like a photo shoot with these three girls like just as a dog like okay. i i could possibly still do that if like what performing your onesie yeah performing my onesie oh my man yo you, you, you know what fuck i might as well just fit the flyer fuck it i really i you said something to me when we first started you know and it, it makes perfect sense you're like i excelled in how to be a performer Mm-hmm. How to perform, how to get up on that stage, mm-hmm. how to how to do my talents. Mm-hmm. I've excelled in that. Mm-hmm. But everywhere else, mm-hmm. yep. I fall short. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like every like approaching the situation, yep. asking for shit. Yep. It, it, I fall short. Yes, I I I'll admit right now, I don't know nothing about connections, networking, any of that stuff. All I know is that like when I get to like any type of showcase, it's like you like people who see me, I'll be like by myself with my dad, we'll just like talk. And we'll like go to the bar, get like one drink, and I'll just yo-yo. And people will be, some people will be drawn to me like, oh, that shit's fine. Like, hey, you performer, like, I can't wait to see you on stage. And that's like my own means of like networking. It's like, hey, I, I yo-yo and rap. And then like, I'll get on stage, 
I do my thing. Everybody's amazed. And then people just come, not sounding braggadocious or nothing, but people just get drawn to want to come over and want to talk to me and network with me. That's oh, like how you, you I like a, get people. You're a, you're a fucking, that's the guy walking in the park with the puppy. <laughs> you and your yo-yos. It's like cheating. It's <laughs> like, um, it's an automatic icebreaker. I feel like you can literally walk off the bus or walk up to a chick and or just be walking down the street and just flinging your yo-yo and her attention is yours. What mm-hmm. the fuck just happened? <laughs> like, yo, because that's, some, that's something that's very original. Like, people that play instruments, oh my God, do you see, like, Travis Barker? His oh. fucking, his, like, he had to get surgeries with his hands from fucking yep. banging so much. Yeah. Isn't he like, dating him? I know he's dating somebody famous. Now I, I can look Travis it up. Barker. I'll look it up. Because yeah. I saw him, I think he was with Khloe Kardashian. He was? He was with a Kardashian? Yeah. I saw, like, some IG photos. I mean, they might have been just chilling, but I think that Travis Barker's dating What kind of battle scars um, can you get from yo-yoing? Oh, this, this, you can get, like, string burns. There's been times, like, Sometimes people throw the string too hard and it makes your fingers like turn purple. Oh shit, you're right. He's he's doing Khloe Kardashian. Courtney Kardashian. Courtney Kardashian, yeah, not Khloe, sorry. Courtney Kardashian. Yo, son, we are so up to date right now. Yeah, like you machine, machine fine shit in real time. Like machine gun <laughs> machine gun Kelly's day Megan Fox. Yeah, I mean Megan Fox is alright. She's alright. I mean she's cute. She's alright. I'll give her that, but she's not like she got a weird face. Like I don't know if it's like the fake lips. I don't know if it's the fake lips. I don't know if it's the weird nose. I don't know if it's like her rolling transformer where she was so sexy. Now I'm just like, eh. I mean she got kicked off Transformers, so that because that whole scale like fuck fuck Michael Bay type shit. Oh, she did. Yeah, she got kicked out because of that. She was like saying like some. Damn and stuff to him. You shouldn't. You should. What? Because you fuck somebody? No, 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 no. Like you can look, look it up. It was something. To, there was like some spat between her and the, the director, and then the Michael. I think Michael Bay run, ran Transformers at the time, and he was like, you know what? Just, just get off the show. It was something like real. It was something real stupid when I realized. It. I was like, that's the dumbest way to get. Speaking kicked of out. movies, while we're while we're here for a second, mm-hmm. have you checked out the new um? The new Marvel movies that are coming out, there's about 15. Yeah, there's way too many, man. Oh my, well, don't get like that. I love Marvel movies. <laughs> no, no, no. I, ne- I, never said I, discouraged I never said I hate Marvel movies. This is just a little too many for me to count that's going on. Um, what's like, I know the newest one, which I actually do want to watch is a Disney, which is owned by Marvel. Uh huh. I mean, Marvel owns this. No, Disney owns Marvel. And I want to watch that Cruella one with Emma Stone. She's gonna be like the Cruella, like I guess a young Cruella. I guess the origins of Cruella Deville for the One Hundred One Dalmatians. I actually want to watch that one. It actually looks pretty fire. And um, what's coming? Uh, there was a Black Widow. Black Widow. And I new Doctor Strange. That's gonna look good. They're gonna new new Doctor Strange and then a the new Venom. Venom, I want to watch. And the reason I want to watch Venom because one of the most memorable memorable moments for me when it comes to dating it was this girl I went out with and we saw Venom and. That's when we got like the lovey-dovey. That was like our first date and we were like super lovey-dovey. That was like the most lovey-dovey. I was a girl watching Venom. Aww. She had like a leg on me. She had like a head like laying down on me watching the movie. Aww. It was like Netflix and chill, but you know, at a theater. It was really Aww, dope. That's so cute. I miss her so much. Hope she, comes <laughs> hope she comes back soon. She went away for a little bit, but hope she comes back soon. Oh, yeah. They had Cruella too, right? Yeah, Cruella. I want to watch Cruella. That should look fire. And I, you know, I, I love when um, directors and, and, and movies come out with the production of a different angle from what we expect or mm-hmm. what you... Nobody ever heard Cruella's story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We all just know the fucking like, why dogs. Is she, like, why is she a jerk? 
That's your a hole. Well, now, well, now we can find out. You yep. know what I mean? Like, and I think they got the perfect actress for her. Whatever yeah. her name is, M- Emma again. Stone. Damn, you're good with names, aren't you? Yep. Oh, you're good. <laughs> you're good. That boy good. Yep. That boy real good. It's, it's like it's crazy, but it's like it's good. Like, what else have I put? else I've been watching? Oh, I saw Resident Evil Eight came out. The new I'm, Resident I'm Evil. I'm a big Venom head too, though, because that's because I I used to love always love Carnage. Oh, I yeah. love Carnage. This is right? the story Especially of Carnage. That, They're doing Carnage now. And they tried to clown. They tried to clown. Um, what's the guy that played his um that played Venom? What's his name? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. They tried to clown him for that role. Oh, hey, he, he did great. He like, did. What? He did amazing. As Venom. Fucking amazing. Being Venom, and then I Woody Harrelson is Carnage. Oh man, that, I think he's one of the greatest actors. Oh Woody, but Woody's a man, bro. Like, yo, he looked. What's he that looked bowling perfect. movie he did? Uh-huh. Where he had the stiletto hand. Mm. You don't remember? Not oh, the Big Lebowski. Let me look it up. Is it the Big Lebowski? I'm not stupid. No, no, no. That that was um Woody the other guy. Bowling movie. Damn, what the movie was that? <laughs> Yo, for the record, Jamie, I could do my job and your job too. That was a that was a little low blow to you, all right? You know who I'm talking to. We start beefs on these on these things. <laughs> no. We're we're we're, we're oh, starting fights. Right, right, you're right. The Big Lebowski. Yeah, the Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski. It had um it started. Who was the starring though? Um, well, he lost his fucking hand. The who is in the, there was another big actor. Not Kurt Russell. No, no, the guy that played Dumb and Dumber, the guy that was in Dumb and Dumber, the originals. It's it's Jim Carrey and uh, what's the other guy? He was the Big Lebowski. I'm gonna I'm gonna find out right now. Because Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Damn, you're good, yes, Rich. Jeff Bridges. You're fucking good, y'all. That was good. I didn't even get to bring it up. Yeah, because I'm, I'm yeah Jeff Bridges and and um Jim Carrey were um. Dumb and Dumb and yeah, he was right. in the Big Lebowski. Yeah, that was a classic. That was a cult classic. Yeah, Jeff Bridges. And John Goodman was in there too. John was... Goodman, yeah. Yep. Look at that, yo. It's crazy. You know what? Like, damn. There was also some good video games that came out that came out recently too. Like what? Resident Evil 8. Village. Resident Evil Village. Oh, yeah. Yo, you know they're all doing... I'm going to bring it up. You know everybody on YouTube mm-hmm. is fucking... There's a chick in the game that's really thick. Yes. Like really thick. Yeah. Her name Yo, is like Dara Mescrew. I saw you it. You see what they're doing to her? Yes. Yeah, Somebody's walking around slapping her with a fly swatter in her ass. Yep. Like with it, while she's trying to kill him. Yeah. She's run, He's running around. Yep. Yeah. They did the real stupid. I think it's. Like, I love it. I, I think her name is Dima Terescu. It's like some real foreign name, but she's she's like she's like a nine foot tall woman. But I saw the playthroughs on these popular YouTubers, uh-huh. PewDiePie's, I saw uh-huh. the, and Jacksepticeye, I saw both of their playthroughs of them playing the game. Yo, it gets crazy. It's pretty much, I don't want to get too much away if anybody hasn't played it yet, but it's pretty much the origin of the origin of how Umbrella started. Yo, they're crazy. They're fucking, this, this. Oh, you gonna show it? <laughs> I love it though. You stupid. They're, they're fucking slapping her ass and shit with a fly swatter. They, they, they just, they would, they would even be, they PewDiePie and were being stupid too with like the whole playthrough and stuff, but it's crazy how pretty much they came and they made it more actiony. It's not; even, it was like more thriller than it was horror. If you actually know the difference between horror and thriller, like horror, it's like intentionally to scare you. Gory, gory. It's more gore. Rip your stomach that's thriller. Out. That's thriller is more gory. Horror is more like we're trying to tear like like uh, The Exorcist. That was horror because it's based on something that you think will be real. Like Resident Evil, it's like, that's like how, it's too crazy for that shit to kind of happen. It's like, 
It was based on like what's too crazy for Resident Evil to really happen in real life. To a certain extent, yes. Why? Do you do you ever hear any stories about zombies coming to kill anybody or having a Resident Evil Two moment where the city's like gotta be on lockdown like on twenty eight weeks later? I mean. <laughs> Yeah, coronavirus, bro. Uh, <laughs> that did the opposite. That was killing people. Yeah, look at that shit. Uh, Nobody was running around getting COVID and trying to bite motherfuckers' brains out. <laughs> like, anything now, they were well, dying. Well, well, do you remember the bath salts incident? The bath salt incident. That's not where like people a... were people were people were ingesting bath salts and then they become like they became like uh, uh, like crazy and bugged out. People taking bath salts. What they were like sniffing it or no? Eating it was, it? Yeah, they were eating it. Bath salts. I mean, what, what, whatever chemical elements in bath salts probably cause I mean, a hallucination why, inside why, of All right. Let me get in, my, let me get in my, my bugged out brain. Why would it be so far to think that something wouldn't affect our genome and transform us from what we are to something else? You know, there's a big theory why, you know, in the 70s, you had the Golden State Killer. You had, you had, um, you Son, had of Son of Sam. Sam you had uh, Ted Tarash, Bundy. Ted Bundy. John right, Wayne Think Gacy. about this. Think about this. You know, Excuse there is me. a big thing that has something to do with lead paint. Oh. I because got, lead paint was in all of our buildings yeah. and all these structures before... I got lead poisoning in five. You got lead poisoning? Yep, it fucked up my whole mental... Right, so, well, my five and six year... When I was five, six years old, it really fucked up my did life. Did it get addressed? Yes. It, it got addressed, right? Yeah. All right, so what my thing is, imagine for these kids, because you're relatively, that's... You were born 20 years after they committed their shit. So things got corrected, right? Mm -hmm. Think about during that time before it was corrected, shit like lead point poisoning Mm -hmm. affects a a person's brain and the way they think. So it's not far-fetched for me to think that chemtrails, to think that lead paint, to think that the vaccine Mm -hmm. couldn't transform our genomes into something that we don't recognize. I it's not I, maybe it's not as extreme as Resident Evil, but yeah. I do think that I do think the human like existence is very is becoming less and less like um sustainable. You got CRISPR now. Look what these motherfuckers are doing with CRISPR. If you want to have a kid with Trying blonde gene, hair and blue gene, eyes, gene editing, gene editing. It's that's that's not normal. I'm not I'm not one to be mad at people playing with God things because. If you gave me the option, right? When I when I have a kid, give me the option. <laughs> when you when you look at if you're gonna give me a list of shit that, that my kid might come out with, asthma, liver issues, hip issues, you're gonna give me a list of shit, and then you're gonna give me an option on the side and say, listen, I can make it so they don't have none of that though. It's called gene editing therapy. Yeah. What would you do? Would you want to take a risk of bringing a kid into this world that might have a fucking mental issue, hmm. Down syndrome, all the things we deal with in this world? Or would you rather bring a kid into the world with a little bit more chance to live a life? Because hmm. most kids that we have now don't have a chance to live a life with poverty, a headache, and just society. Diseases. So imagine having to deal with like bad acne hmm. or like being really overweight or like you have a six toe so you can't wear regular sneakers. But that's why we having these types of research so in the future like our offspring's offspring like for future generations they won't have to suffer but like we've been suffering like with poverty and having diseases that's mm-hmm. why we have to do statistics that's why we have to do research that's why we have mm-hmm. to find new medicines like we're on the verge of like of great generation because we're in the technological age whether we know it or not because it's expanded for 
probably like since the seventies and eighties when they were just figuring out before like like what was Apple before Apple? What was Microsoft before Microsoft? Yeah. What the hell were like people trying to figure mm-hmm. out at that time? So it's like we're in like such a prolific age where everything is on the internet. Social media is like the most powerful tool you could have in the world. Like like everything technological based is just getting more advanced. And all it's gonna keep doing is getting more advanced and never recedes. Technology is the only thing that advances forward no matter what. Like pretty soon we're gonna be having like holographic holographic computers just thinking about it and computers just gonna appear right in our bodies. Or like we'll think of something and like something will just happen like in front of us in you real see, time. You see Elon Musk? Elon Musk got the Neuralink coming out. Yep. He got that neural. Yo, right now they have a. I don't know how real it is, but supposedly the monkey knows how to play ping pong with a with the Neuralink on his head. Yep. They connected chips into pigs, and they have the the, the chip depicting frequencies. I'm like, see, but that's when it gets awkward for me. Like, I'm not really with experimenting on animals. Mm-hmm. If we're gonna do experiments on animals before they get to us, just do it to us. We're the animal we should use. Because we, as similar as we can be to a pig or a fucking rat, mm. we're not a pig or a rat. You're gonna, like, mm. I think they should take the people that are in jail and start doing whatever experience, experiments they don't know about, mm. they're unsure about, yes. and test them yes. motherfuckers. I would, say do that to the, I would say do that to the ones that are on death row. I always said that. The ones that fucking murder, bro, do it to them. Bro, let me ask or, you or like rape babies and stuff like that. Rich, give it to the them. What's the difference between death row and being there for fucking a life sentence? It costs more money to keep somebody. My point is that, <laughs> my point is that, my point is that, so put them to research. Mm-hmm. Yep. Put them to research. Why spend money on taking care of them? Put money into seeing how long we could keep this motherfucker alive yeah. while he inject them with everything they yeah. create. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even throw, throw them in the mid. People on death row, people who have life sentences, people who've done things to like hurt children or did anything bad to children. Give them all the give them all the research. Like meet make them the the guinea pigs for everything. Those are the ones that deserve like like nah. I don't feel sympathy for those type of people. Like, but then again, you know, is 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 that's humanity. Like, I don't know. <laughs> The world is crazy. <laughs> well, that's why, you know, that's why I, I, I argue with, um, is this the greatest time to be alive mm-hmm. or is it the safest time to be alive? Because I couldn't imagine living a hundred years ago and there was no cameras anywhere, how mm-hmm. many murders were going on because mm-hmm. people wouldn't get caught. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, this is guy called H.H. Holmes. He was a he was a, a murderer and a killer. Yes, and he was taking people's identities yep. wherever he left. Anytime he moved, yep. he would take the identity of a person who owned something, murder them, take the ide- like that's how dumb people were. Last week, you saw Sam walk out of his house and he had a mustache. Now today, he has a full grown beard. You think that's the same guy? <laughs> but in the, I think people just back then people wanted to keep their nose to themselves, yep. keep it moving. I. I'm grateful to be alive now. Yeah. I, even with this I corona said, and this bullshit and, and, you know, I know people are suffering and finances yeah. and money. Find a way. We're in a prolific time. That's We're a, in a very prolific that, time. As, as I said, it's like, think of it this way. People in, think of people like in the 1500s. You think they would ever even see the crazy, like how advanced society has gotten in the 1800s from the 1500s? Yep. It's like, so imagine it's like you going from like wearing like shoes like made out of fucking like fur like to walk around to wearing like Nikes and Reeboks and there's like brands and shit that you're wearing that damn nobody's gonna be wearing shoes like we're wearing, was wearing shoes like this three four hundred years ago 
they have to like really go out and get their food. They have to like make make clothes in their hands and actually cook food. There was no McDonald's. There was no Burger King and none of that stuff. And if they did, it would probably be probably way more deadly because there was probably no CDC checkers. It would have way more food poisoning back then. But anyway, <laughs> like the way that times have changed, it's like I'm glad that I was born around this time because it's like this is the time where it's like the beginning of how future technology is going to look because the people probably that's going to live in 2100 or 2200 or 2300 or even the year 3000 is going to look back their thousand years thousands of years ago and go like damn this is how people were living a thousand years ago they had to live in be in a basement to do podcasts it's like we had to they had to make signs out like this this is the types of microphones they were well, using well i just learned i didn't even know that they didn't use um chalkboards no more you know they use digital yes. chalkboards now. Yes, that I was didn't that know was, that. and that was happening when I was starting college. They were already trying to get rid of chalkboards. They were trying to use digital, what they call them, smart boards. They tried to use smart boards to like give classes now, like, but you know, not to be kind of a little bit racial here. There are certain, what? there are certain uh, schools that I've seen that, like the more advanced schools that a lot of the public, like lower schools, don't have. Like if you go like one of the upper schools. Every kid got like a MacBook for the day. They can put mm-hmm. it at home. They got like the suits. They got way better lunches. They have way better programs for after school and even before school programs. But when you go like to more lower schools, they got like the, the shitty lunches and they barely, they, they teachers, there will be a lot of substitute teachers. You know, the ones that would bring the TV in and you have to watch a movie the whole day. So nobody was learning I used to anything. love movie day though. But it's like having movie day like three, four times a week. Ah. <laughs> uh... It's like, what are you learning? <laughs> you learning about the Lion King? <laughs> you know what? Bullshit though, because look at the time we live in now. I ain't gonna lie, all this shit right here mm-hmm. that I've learned, I've learned from fucking watching YouTube yes. and watching movies. I didn't really learn it from reading it. Mm. I yes, I probably would have learned it if somebody would have taught me. Mm-hmm. But I'm so happy that I have the advantage and live in this time yep. in YouTube to go ahead and we live in a technological age. It's everything's yeah. online. The world is online. I learned yo-yo tricks online. I met yo-yo words online. We set up meetups online. Well, I'll text like Bobby the treasurer or the president of the of the New York Yo-Yo Club. I'm like, hey, is it going to be meeting? Like, yeah, it's going to be from 12 to 2. And they set up the location in like either Washington Square Park or near Bryan Park and places like that. We just do our yo-yo thing. It's all, but we met online. And... I tell you, we are in a very prolific time where technology is only going to get more advanced, and I can only imagine what my grandkids are going to be using by the time I'm like in my fifties or sixties, if you know, ever have grandkids, because I'm single as a dollar bill right now. So if any ladies are watching this live stream, what's up? What's good? I have a bachelor's degree, and <laughs> I crochet pigs, as you can see around me. These are all of my ah! creations. So. I'm very, I'm very yo, lovable. Yo, son, that man, that man's trying to highlight chicks surrounded by pigs. <laughs> yo, uh, I don't know. It's like you want to speak about um your your what you had you got any dates lined up? Shockingly, no. Not shockingly, no. Yep. Amazing. Yeah, but it's amazing. Like, I'm 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 in my focus now for the spring and the summertime. I think all this shit puts us in work mode, right? Yeah, like, just, everything. Like doing these live streams, I'm working on like the music videos, like. For my album, I want to try to wrap that up. I, I want to get back on my showcase grind, get like my feet back in the water to do shows. I want to be able to just do so many things music-wise that I'm not saying that 
a relationship will pull me back. But it's like if I'm able to like if I'm able to move forward with somebody that's like for relationship purposes, all right, you just gotta understand where I'm coming from with this. Like, hey, you can be on the bus or you can go out the bus at any time. It's like I wanna move forward. I wanna have a life that would be beneficial not only to myself, mainly to myself, but also to my significant other. So she won't have to worry about working a nine to five like I have to worry about working a nine to five right now. Like I wanna be able to make money off of what I'm doing. And I want that for any bad chick that's watching this right now. You know, as you can see, I love you all. I love you ladies. And, yeah, because anybody got any questions? And whoever's watching this from anywhere, you could drop anything in the comments. You know, we're just talking our shiz. And Lord. we're just having fun. So share the live if you're watching this. I encourage everybody. I put, like, an email blast on my Instagram. I don't know if anybody's hit. It looks like a lot of people have hit. And it's kind of crazy. Okay. Now yeah. I think I, I think like I told you before, this takes some um, an effort of doing it all the time and yes. everybody knowing it's there. You know, unfortunately, but fortunately, Sunday is a very good day to catch people's attention. Mm -hmm. People are waking up from being hungover. <laughs> people are Going to reeling from the night before. Waking up with whoever from <laughs> the night before. Just getting home or leaving a person's crib or. Maybe even just waking up on a Sunday and they're going to the gym or the, you know, they, whatever. This is, I think this type of conversation, especially live to give people like, you know what live does, right? I say mm -hmm. it all the time. Live gives room for fuck up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's like for people to have opportunity to see and be part of not only something that can fuck up. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, this shit's entertaining. You guys are lucky we didn't bring nothing to eat today. Oh, I'm lucky he didn't set me up and he didn't bring nothing to eat today. <laughs> Could have been doing like this thing. This thing could be popping up with everything in the world saying, "Yo, we're eating this." Yep. Like we're doing that. like mukbangs and stuff. We could probably do a mukbang one day. Just get like mad food from. That'd be a cool live. We'll just get like like food from every known like fast food and just eat it and just talk shit. <laughs> you said you got a new yo-yo. Yes, I do. And I got to freaking find it because I used it last night. It's called the Tequila. Okay. It's, it's from Team Ayoyo. It's like a company based in Europe. And they're freaking, uh, they made this yo-yo that looks like two shot glasses. I think it's upstairs. I got to really look for it. It, it. it really looks like two shot glasses? Yes. Once I find it. Matter of fact, if you want to entertain people for a minute, I can go upstairs and try to My see My mom's trying to snatch one of your pillows. Oh, who's that? My mom. Your, your mom's on the left? Yeah, my mom's on the left. Hi. Hi, Mrs. Serrano. Oh, uh, no. She's a chin. Hi. Hello, Mrs. Chin. She's a chin. She's a Puerto Rican chin. Chin, chimney, chin, chin. Okay. <laughs> That's what happens when you marry an Asian. Okay. Your whole last name changes <laughs> to the point where you're unrecognizable. You know how, like, when you marry another Spanish person, you can get, like, Santiago yes. or, like, a Rodriguez. And, you know, maybe your last name is Serrano, so it's not that far. But when you go from, like, a Vasquez to a chin, you completely killed your legacy. Yep. Right, you completely killed your father's last name. Like you're no, you no longer have your father's last name. Now nope. you have the last name of your husband, mm. and it's so dynamically different. Like, could you imagine marrying somebody at like 20 years old and having like a name like whatever a last name that's really awkward, and then you live the rest of your life like to your 80, 90. Let's just say a name like Chin, and I'm Puerto Rican, and people, are like, why the fuck is your last name Chin? And I gotta be like, yo, 40 years ago. I got married, <laughs> and I didn't change my name. <laughs> like, yo. I was lazy. I was lazy. But, yeah, like, for Would me. Would you change your name? No, I love my name. 
It's you wouldn't change your name to anything? Nope. I love my name. I'm proud of my name. I love everything about it. I wouldn't want to be anything spent. I have a, the whitest name on earth. My last name is Pickett, as, as you're watching this live. So Pickett, very simple. My name's Richard. I have a white name. I look good on resumes. It gives me <laughs> better chance for jobs. And I've seen that in the past where they did like this experiment. It's on YouTube, actually. They did an experiment where they had a, two resumes that were exactly the same. One guy they named Dan Smith. And then they had another one where a guy named Dante Smith. And they sent out the exact same resumes, the exact same companies. But they were, you know, mostly different people. Oh, pig fell. Anyway. <laughs> they found out that the more, quote-unquote, Americanized your name sounds, like a Dan Smith, you're more eligible to get more callbacks other than being named Dante Smith. Even though y'all probably went to the same upper echelon, Ivy League college, done all these internships, all these programs, have all these job qualifications as the other person right next to you, but they're going to discriminate and choose the name that sounds more white-sounding than black-sounding. I mean, I, it, it's even more than that, no? It, it, I hate hearing that people of color get paid less. I hear in that females get paid less in businesses. Mm. And I would sure as hell, just because my last name is different, mm -hmm. I'm unqualified for the position? Mm -hmm. What? It needs to say John Jingleheimer Schmidt on the <laughs> fucking door for you to hire me? It can't say, you know, my last name, my casual last name? Mm -hmm. yep. That's the uh, yeah, way I can't be Mr. Is. Winkleberry and shit. You, you know probably I mean? can be Mr. Winkleberry. <laughs> That'd be fucking cool, but <laughs> imagine that. Imagine that, like a dated profile, like this nigga's name is Wickleberry. Mr. Wickleberry. <laughs> it's like, Yo, your, your pigs look so great lined up. <laughs> yeah. Yo, as you can see, this is Denise. This is the the mother. This is her twin. One of her twin sisters. Well, not her twin sister, but it's like her younger sister. She has a twin that fell that was on her head, and this is the infamous bug pig. This is Bernice, and this is uh. Why is Bernice green? That's racist. That's not great. How that why, why is Bernice Green? It just sounds cool. You liked her name for Bernice? I just like you the named name them Bernice. All? Yeah, I named them all. You never forget or get their names confused? No, not really. I know who's Bella and I know who's Ella. <laughs> See that? <laughs> that confuses me already. <laughs> you know what? Because it's like, you know, like with twins, I used to be scared of twins growing up, believe it or not. Like when I was in high school, there was like a lot of twins at my high school. And I never, I seen them like on TV, but I never saw them like in real life, like growing up like in grade school until I went to high school and I saw like these this black Asian like twin sisters that would scare the shit out of me they'd be like hey I was friends with one of them I forgot the name I think their last names were Chin because one of them was named Jade Chin and I was um talking to one of them like just like as a friend because you know I was a real pussy ass nigga in high school and I'd be like hey how you doing and then she's like oh and she was like waving behind me like hey sis and I turn around Mm -hmm. I just got fucking scared because it's like, wait a minute, she was just right in front of me. Who is this? <laughs> and I freaked out. And it's like, oh, this is my twin sister. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> cool. And I don't know. It just feels weird when I see like two of the exact same person. Like, look, I'm looking at the same like a mirror. It's like you, that person came out the mirror, and that's like you too but it's not you it's somebody else but just looks exactly like you and it freaked me out for like a good while like i was very geminophobic for like a long time that's what's called geminophobia when you're scared of twins and 
as I grew up, like I, I then I met triplets and that really fucked my mind up. <laughs> it's like, oh wait, shit, it's three of you now. Fuck. Wait, 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 how did you make? How did you meet them? I met them in college. It was a college, and there was three twins that went the exact same in Hostos Community, Hostos Community College, right in the Bronx, right on the Grand Concourse. Did they all take the same class? No, they didn't. They didn't. Thank God they did. Were they all? Were they all different? They were dressed different. That they never they different personalities. Everything. They just looked exactly the same. Really? It was it like one one like was like a ball, going to ballerina school like after after school, and the other one was trying to be a scientist, and then the other one was trying to be a police officer. Wow. And they were dope. And what was their nationality? They were Puerto Rican. Puerto. Wow, Puerto Rican triplets. Wow. Puerto Rican triplets. Puerto- That's crazy. Puerto Rican male triplets. Oh, they were dudes? They were dudes. Oh, I don't, I, they're less interesting to me for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> they're, much, they're much less interesting now. But triplets, man. Yep. Yo, I've always said that. Like, I kind of wish I had a twin. Mm. I had a twin. I wish I had a twin, but I wish the rest of the world didn't know about it. So me and him. <laughs> yeah, that's that ass. So we can like, you know how they say like two heads are better than one. Mm-hmm. Now, could you imagine like tackling a project with two of yourselves? Mm. Now, granted, if you're an idiot, two idiots ain't gonna make something work. But <laughs> if you, if you, if you're a person like you know that gets on your shit and try to get shit, imagine, mm. yo, I don't want to go to work today. Yo, go to work for me today. What oh, you wanna do? Man. I'm gonna go ahead and build this real quick. When you come back, we'll switch. I'll go to work. If you want, we switch at lunch. Could you, <laughs> hey, yo, yo, that'd be so dope to do that's, to be able to do that. That's, I would love. I thought about that sometimes. Like, damn, like I really don't want to go work. I want. Can you go work with me? I'm like, yeah. Or like, oh, I got this showcase. Like for even my hip hop shows. Like, hey, can you do my showcase for me? Like this, you know how I do. You see me do it. All right, sure, no problem, bro. It's just you know, help me with this. Like I always wanted that at least triplets, so I can at least we can all be doing things. Like I'll be the rapper, you be the videographer, and you be like the the manager and just manage everybody. So I was like, all right, I got my my twins doing that. My twins doing that. We'd be like all enterprises. I would call like like three the three pigs, three pigs entertainment. And they're like, oh, y'all pigs. Like, I'm Richard Picasso. That's David Picasso. And that's Robert Picasso. Like, everybody just goes off. Like, mm-hmm. it'll be fire. I actually want to try to learn piano now. I'm speaking out loud or just rambling now. Nah, well, I, I, somebody said that piano's really not that hard to learn. It's actually easier to learn than a, a, a bass guitar or guitar because with, with guitars, you have to learn. Um, riffs. Mm-hmm. You have to learn, you know, where to put your fingers and the spots, and you have to learn riffs. Mm-hmm. With piano, they said it's more like a grid. Mm-hmm. It's more like a grid. So once you once you know where all the alphabets are, mm-hmm. the top layer are the black keys, mm-hmm. and now the the foot pedals are the same. They just it's a grid. It's mm-hmm. a grid of sounds. Mm-hmm. So they say piano is probably easier to learn. Yes, yeah, I would love to learn piano. And oh, man, and God rest his soul, my grandfather had had a piano we found like two weeks ago that my, my, my grandma was cleaning cleaning her um her uh house she, mm-hmm. she just found it randomly there and it still works perfectly and it actually has like the letters on the thing i don't know what at what point in time i never seen my grandfather play piano in my entire life so i don't even know where why he got it for it maybe it was like one of those spur of the moment buzz like hey i want to learn piano and it just ended up sitting there like randomly but it still works like i was playing with the buttons and i'm probably gonna find like a good youtube channel that knows how to like play piano like from scratch and just learn my own thing and can't wait i'm gonna try to learn at some point gotta learn new skills you know well, be a better you you know you know who's very inspiring to me on that my man my producer finster my Finster. producer finster yo I, and you know it's funny i 
I even still, the name bugs me out. But man, from the moment I met him up until the last time we was recording in his studio, probably about a month ago, month and a half ago, he sold his home and records in a mobile home, mm. a trailer. Mm. He has a trailer and he records his, and still carries his musical business. When he had a house, he had a basement um, he had a basement where the studio was set. To the right, he had a drum kit. In the studio, several pianos, guitar. Yo, this man knows how to use each and every one of those instruments. Mm. His ears were so musically inclined that he'll be able to, when you're missing a snare, mm. you're missing, yo, let, let's, let me go add a drum to this. He'll get out the studio, go to the side, and <laughs> bug you the fuck out. You're like, Wow, how could this man not become an artist himself? Mm. Like, uh, with all these talents and skills, mm. you, yo, I, he would be a killer, even if he wasn't a dope writer. Mm. He would be a killer producer. Mm. But his skills are honed for one thing, mm -hmm. just to project them. Mm -hmm. His musical ear is for that. It's for you. It's for me. It's for the people he makes music with. Yep. For. You understand like that, and it makes me know like, come on, my man Fence is not even forty. I don't think, and he can play all those instruments, and he's a DJ. And when you ask him how he did, he's like, I picked up and I fucking learned. I've I picked up and I practice. That's a really big deal to pick up and practice because that's how you. That's really how you master something. You're not gonna go from one day to the another and be like, yeah, I got it. Nah, you really how you master something is doing it every day, every day, every day till it becomes natural. Why do you think fighters give one to get one? As soon as they see a motion or a punch or something, it's almost instinctual. You give it right back. They don't even react. You know what I mean? Yep. That, they used that's to how people go with things. instruments. I mean, that's what people ask me with yo yoing. They're like, oh, how do you know all these tricks? It's like, it took time. And it's like, oh, you, you do all these tricks and you, you never mess up ever. It's like, I always mess up. Yep. Well, that's a ball of time. It's just that you don't notice I messed up because I'm yep. good at hiding it because you don't know the level of chips. If it was like another yo-yo word that's on the same skill, oh, like, oh, he messed up there. Oh, he missed that catch. Oh, he didn't get it on the string that time. But everyone's like, yay, yeah, yeah, Yo, that's fire, bro. Vo voices, voices tuning in. He said, you're... Yo, what's up, voice? Yo, I, I saw you last night, but I ended up having to leave because... Uh, I had to like charge my batteries because my batteries, I forgot to put them on last night. I was like, damn, I, that was bothering me the whole time. Like, damn, I got to charge these batteries for this live stream. So I wanted to make sure everything is perfect so you could tune damn, in. That's me right but there. I did see you. <laughs> I did see you after um, Garth's perform and then they called over break and I was, that was the time I kind of like How was it last out. night, Rich? Oh, it was really we nice. Didn't even, I didn't even ask you. How was it last night? How were the performances last night? It was really, 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 really dope. I stayed for about like four before I left because I'm one, getting used to Stayed up late for showcases now. And two, I drunk two Jack Daniels in my yo-yo, my yo-yo thing. And I got kind of a little bit messed up. And because, you know, I'm a lightweight and I'm a bitch, I'm a bitch when it comes to drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was really dope. We got there. It was at like a, it was in Brooklyn. It was at this spot called, um, freak, damn, and he said this spot. I forgot. But it was for this event by SRO called The Five or 5,000 experience. Okay. It was really dope. It was in a, like a rehearsal studio spot. Like okay. You could like, you know, like rent a space and then you could do like events in there and stuff. And, you know, the performance was real dope. That's where I performed. I saw Garth. I saw um, Lucius perform. They were all really dope. So congrats to y'all. And I saw like some of the live feedback out there. Like, you know, Arn Abbey was there. 
you killed the shout out to him. And there was this new guy. For, I'm, I'm sorry, I forgot your name, but you killed it right after Ari and Abby. It's all right. You know who you are, and you just got a shout out here in Picasso's basement. Yes. Picasso. You got to get like a soundboard. Oh, that's dope. That's, that's, a, a, that, that's my next move, that soundbar, bro. I'm telling you. Once I get that soundbar, ooh. Oh, it's over. It's going to be late. Yo, son, they're going to have to put me in like a mechanical bubble of like engineering where I'm just like, I come equipped with like, like the Iron Man suit, like. Right. Let me so I, let me so I close. Let me close then, my door real quick. Doors might be getting that right now. And then I push the button, and then when I push the button, it'd be like, laptop here, laptop here, microphone here. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then you push another button, and now my thighs would be like, camera here, camera here. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I'm gonna have to get a whole fucking suit, bro. It'd be like music Robocop. The musical <laughs> Robo. Don't say that too much. Now people start calling me that shit. <laughs> the musical Robocop. MRC. MRC. Musical Robocop. Yo, Robocop used to be my shit though. Terminator, Robocop. I love all I like the movies. Judge Dredd more than Robocop. For some Dredd, Judge Dredd is my shit. Who is your favorite um, of those? At, who's better? Uh, Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, or I don't know. Give me another one to throw in there. You can't say Robocop because I don't remember Murphy's name. About Mila I just Jok- remember Murphy. About Mila Djokovic. Oh, that was his name? No, Mila Djokovic is the actress that was like in a lot of those early sci-fi movies. She was very popular. She was in Resident Evil. Like the original Resident Evil. Like oh, the movie. That, oh, okay. okay, Mila okay. Jo- I think her name is Mila Djokovic, if I'm not mistaken. She has such a face on her. Yes. But she's like a... She's very... She's like in the sci-fi realm of like movies and stuff. That's why I mostly know her from. But she's she's a dope actress. I like her stuff. She was very athletic. She was like the pretty much the sci-fi Tomb Raider in the Resident Evil movies, and she was a bot too, like a like some type of android zombie type monster mm-hmm, too, mm-hmm. created under umbrella too. You know what I watched the other day that 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 movie with uh, Scarlett Johansson, uh, where she turned into when she turned into like a genius. Um, By the end of the movie, Annie. What's it called, Annie? Annie? Lucy. 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 <laughs> I said Annie. <laughs> it's called Lucy. Because that was that reminded me of unlimited, like limited, unlimited with mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with um Bradley Cooper. Bradley, yo, Bradley Cooper's a beast too. Limitless is one of my Limitless. favorite movies. Yo. Limitless. Limitless is one of my favorite movies, yo. It's like everything about that movie is like partially true, but it's like, but you, you know, human, we want that to be you true. Wish. But it's like humans do use more than ten percent. Of their brains. I can't. I still can't get. I still can't get. I still think that there's people out there that are genetically modified and can use more than that ten percent. It just makes sense. Like, you know, I know we the human brain is complicated, but we've had this shit for a long time, and mm. people have been dissecting it for a long time. Mm. I think that they probably got a live brain somewhere connected to fucking electricity. Mm. I could see it. I could see. I, I don't know why. I don't know my brain's like that. I can definitely see, see somebody in the basement with a jar with fucking electricity and all fucking little brains everywhere and saying, <laughs> I need to figure out how to put this brain inside this body. You know what I'm saying? That's like some Frankenstein shit. <laughs> it's alive! Did you see the, 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 the latest Frankenstein? No. Wait, not It's old, but it, it's the more recent one with the, with the actor from the X-Men. Hmm. And no. uh, basically they, they bring like a, a monkey back to life. They bring like a monkey back to life with a whole bunch of parts, and then towards the end of the movie, they actually bring a real human because he tried to br- he tried to bring his brother back to life. That was the mm. whole thing. Mm. But like, I th- I guess the moral of the whole movie is that you can create life. It doesn't mean that it has a soul. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you, it's like people that are really good at creating music, or you know, people that are just really good at throwing a ball far, mm. and they just naturally athletic and naturally good at something. You can create that, but hard work beats talent. When talent, talent don't work, if it don't have a soul, mm. if it don't have a soul, it's not gonna resonate. Mm. If it don't have a soul, it's not gonna have its reach that it was supposed to have. As great as it is, you mm. know, that's what I say about DJ Khaled's last album. Mm. This one I haven't heard yet, but I'm hearing a lot better reviews. But his last album, it felt like he t he had the powers that be to take, yo, give me a 16, give me a 16, give me a 16, give me a 16. I'm going to just cram them all up on my beats. There was no soul in his last project, which diverted me from even listening to this one yet. I mean, don't, don't no, oh, shit, even yo, release we, beats. I know, I know we'll be on here for, we're about to hit an hour. Oh, we're about to hit an hour? But wait, 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 wait. J. Cole's album. Mm. You didn't you didn't hear it? I heard it. You heard it? Yep. So we got we got to give... Before we leave, we definitely got to give J. Cole... Oh, we're going to be here for a while. Let me get another beer because we got to... Yeah, we got to speak about Button and fucking Rory and Maul. Oh, yeah. This is the... This is the... the this is the podcast. This is the podcast. This is the podcast curse, guys. Yes. When you... When you... When, when, when you come together and build a brand mm -hmm. and have a brand and build up a brand and then when the owner of the brand says, fuck are you... This is the podcast curse. Yep. This happens more times than not. Look at look at Gilly the Kid mm -hmm. when he went to Barstool. Mm -hmm. There was a third party part of them that most people don't know about. They cut that man out the minute they got the Barstool contract. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I know a couple personal situations mm -hmm. where you'll get cut out mm -hmm. when you were part of the growth yep. without even having a say in it. Yep. And then, True. like what, like we were hearing a little bit of Rory and Maul. Yeah, I heard everything Rory and Maul. <laughs> I muted, I've muted, I've muted the argument out. You know why? Because there's always three sides to a story: your side, my side, and then the truth. And then it doesn't really matter yep. because once the once something is set in stone between the parties, you can say what you want. You can say what yes. you want. At that point, we're just painting narratives. Yeah, yeah. That that's the reason why they even said they came out because Joe, after he went. Like off and said what he had to say like about it. He said, "Yo, he said we had to do this because there's too many narratives going on. We have to shut that shit down See, because it's making us look bad and it's fucking up what we have to do to move forward." So he said, "Look, let's do let's do this shit. Let's say what we have to say. What really happened? This he's like, this is not gonna be no bullshit. This is the truth." I was like, "Okay, yeah. it's this is the truth, and because you say it's the truth, but you know, I gotta still take it like, okay, now Joe Joe might have to rebuttal and say, yeah, yo, what the fuck happened, like." He he's gonna have to respond to what they said. He has to. Well, it's not that he has to. I think it's I think it's cause Joe has to. Yes. I think it's cause Joe the Joe the person feels like inside he has to. But if I'm being honest, he don't have to. Mm. He don't have to respond. There's there, there's there's absolutely no real at the end of the day, see and fuck it. It's your basement, but I'm here with you. Mm -hmm. You know, on my own personal tip. I chose to take the high road on most things. Mm -hmm. um, um, on most things, you ever cut me out of anything? You don't want me to deal with anything? You don't want me to be in your business no more? And I'll say this now with you, just in case we ever go through this podcast curse. Mm -hmm. I don't get emotionally booty hurt mm -hmm. because it's okay. Like it's, I know what value I personally bring to the table. There's nothing to be said after it. it it's yours. Mm -hmm. I don't care what was built together. It's yours. It's a, In my opinion, it was just a... It was messy how they choose to put it out in the open. You guys were friends. You guys were friends beforehand. You guys, you that's personal stuff. 
Whether it's money or about a dollar, don't you guys were friends beforehand. So now when you guys are public figures, you guys decide to put it in the public eye as if the public really gives a fuck. You just put it out there for us to go ahead, dissect it, give opinions, and say what we want to say regardless of what you guys are saying. We're still going to call one or the other party or side with them. That's going to be real. So what's the point of being so personal with what happened in the situation? It happened. We don't mess with each other no more. It's done. There's no reason to go ahead and say, listen, well, he did this and he did that. And there's no, like, man up. You know, at, at that point, it's like, man up. I, I know Joe's going to respond because that's what Joe does. Mm -hmm. And you know what I realized, too? And I know I'm going to roll the dice on this one, but <laughs> sevens. Yo, whenever you cut somebody off from your production, your baby, your production, whenever you cut them, your production grows. Off of every negative is a positive. So hmm. your product, you're going to cut somebody off. People want to know now. Hmm. You got attention from them. Now people got to hear both sides of each story. Why did it happen? How did it happen? All it did was give attention. and All it did was give a... When Dipset broke up and then came back together, people were like, ah! <laughs> it's the same shit. You know, that that almost... Yo, you could almost... And I, I, I hate doing this, but in the age of clout, in the age of clout, this shit could be made up. Mm -hmm. They could have said, yo, we're going to depart with the podcast because we don't want it. We, we just don't want to do it no more. We're going to have other adventures. All right, but before you go, let's make it look like we got beef and got issues. Why? For money, nigga. We'll mm -hmm. get more views if we look like we got beef and we got issues. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't trust the internet. And I don't trust friendships breaking up. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I, don't, I don't believe it because now everything's about clicks and views and clickbait. Mm -hmm. So... For this week, we argue. We talking about them arguing about their podcast. Next week, they're doing breakfast and brunch and fucking and, and calabasas and shit, sitting down. This is why you never get involved with friends and family when there's an altercation. For people that are out, for for that are figures and put their business out there, you set yourself up. The positive is, yeah, you get your numbers, but you look like a fucking fool when you fucking sitting down next to the person that you call your fucking enemy. You know what I'm saying? You look like you look like you look like a half a retard, mm. and that's why I say like, hopefully we never hit the curse. Mm. But if we should ever hit the curse, bro, in all honesty, mm. all I do with my hands and my brain is more mm. valuable than any value that I can bring to any platform. Mm -hmm. The the value I bring to your platform, it's not because I'm here. Mm -hmm. It's because it's your platform. Mm -hmm. So enjoy. Mm -hmm. There's no reason to be a schmuck about it, though. Mm -hmm. And that's oh. why I think Budden went wrong. Yes. You didn't have his, to be his a schmuck. Ego, his ego got really fucking high. You didn't have to be a schmuck about it. It's yours. That's fine, cool, whatever. You don't got to be a schmuck about it. Mm -hmm. You don't, you don't got to air shit out and talk shit on your podcast. You don't got to be a schmuck about it. But who am I to tell you when that's when gotten you all your riches? Mm -hmm. Joe's whole career is being a schmuck. Mm -hmm. So... Who is anybody to tell Joe not to be a schmuck? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Keep making your money, bro. I mean, that's how he got here. That's how you know him. That's how he got, like, after the music stuff. Yo, there was some prolific stuff because I heard some of it. And it was like, he Ma was talking about, like, it's like, he thinking he's thinking that all of this trickled down from his music and stuff. And he's like, no, that's not true. He's like, we you've done shows, like, at places. Like, he was talking about a moment at the Highline Brawl Room when he was like, Oh, he went outside, got like some videos. He's like, he's like, look, I got this line around the corner. He's like, he's like, no, we got the line around the corner. He's like, 
you've done shows here at the Highline Bowl, and you never had the line around the corner. We've done shows in Philly, and you never had the line around the corner. That's when they were doing the live podcast. <laughs> yes. And then he said, we had shows in Boston. You never had the line around the corner. He's like, his ego got, it's like, the ego, he's like, who are you? He's like, he's, he kind of said something a little funny. He's like, it's like, all this ego, think of all this money, and you buy all these funny hats? Like, you think, you know? Yo, but you know what? It, it, and, it, and it sucks, but transparency is real. Mm-hmm. You know, I think anybody that sees us, see what we do, see how we carry ourselves, and then when you get us on a personal level, it's the same. You know, uh, it does kind of suck when your personnel was never going to change from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Joe, Joe has always been like that, my nigga. He never. This is probably the most success he's ever gotten yes. being on this podcast. Facts. And doing and doing nothing but talking. Mm-hmm. You can't ask for a better privilege. Mm-hmm. You know his his ego absolutely got to him. How you know how could it not when he's always been that person? It's like you almost knew what kind of be. I I almost saw them breaking up. When it started, hmm. Maul was too cool for school. Think about who's Maul's brother. Hmm. You know, Biggs Kareem. Hmm. You know who Biggs is? Yes. He's fucking okay. half. He's the reason Rockefeller one, exists. One, one third of Rockefeller. He's half Rockefeller. Think about it. You know what I mean? Maul always had money, chilling. Come on, nigga. You went to private school, bro. Hmm. And then Ro- Rory is Lollapalooza. Yep. Duce Palooza, my bad. Whatever, whatever Palooza. We want, is, we want to be, we want to be factual here. <laughs> but yo, you, you, they have their own business ventures. They, they, I think all together, the monster that they created was the Avengers. Hmm. They created the Avengers together. They were able to get beefs, get issues, talk about conversations, distinguish them at the same time, correct one another when it was wrong, but have a laugh about it. They they really embodied what true friendship was until you started hearing, we don't even talk or see each other unless it's the podcast. Mm-hmm. Once we started hearing hints of that as fans, yo, mm-hmm. Rich, mm-hmm. you can conclude, bro, we speak almost every day. Yep. We send each mm-hmm. other a voice note. Yep. We we conversate. What we're gonna do next week? We we talk in yep. order to make this monster, this machine work. Yep. We have to talk yep. every day. We, we have to be friends. We yes. can't just be business partners. Yeah. We need communication. And I mean, even it was kind of like even before a podcast, there was like some, but not like as much. It'll be like like a quick text or like a deal, like oh, I like your stuff. If we had anything dropping, then it'll be like probably like for months. Like hey, cool, I'm doing this event or blah 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 like that, but. When it came down to the podcast, it's like, yeah, you know, I pick, I picked this man up. He comes comes in the basement, literally sets everything up. I literally just sit here on my phone, yo yo in, watching him do his thing. Don't be so modest. Don't be so modest. Don't be so modest. I'm not, I'm not even <laughs> because I, yo, Rich, set up the set up the cameras, put them in. Yo, you, you know, just last night you said it. You apologized to voice. You said, yo, my bad. You know, I. I didn't bring the batteries for the camera because mm-hmm. I had to charge them. Mm-hmm. He had to charge them for this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You play your part in this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, it's beyond the equipment. It's beyond the, com- you You definitely play your part in this. When I come here to work on Sunday, nigga, you're coming to pick me up, paying the toll. You sit mm-hmm. here, you, if I need anything, you get it the fuck done. You're definitely playing your, this is why it functions. And because mm-hmm. we communicate. Mm-hmm. The minute you and I stop being friends in this, this is not going to work between us. Mm-hmm. Because it's no longer fun. Mm-hmm. It's no longer us hanging out, chilling, wanting to be comfortable with one another. Yep. Once you can't be vulnerable with the person that you're working with, especially in a podcast setting, I ain't talking about fucking doing a steel mill. I ain't talking about delivering mail. I ain't talking about working at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. 
Although communication is great for all those jobs, but for podcasting and when you're a co-host with somebody, you have to make sure that your focus is here. Your mm-hmm. focus is here and that your, your, your attention, your relation is good. Mm-hmm. If there's any tension in the room, you air that shit out to the side. They fucked up before they broke up. Two weeks ago, they shot an episode airing what got them all mad. Yeah. And what are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. What? that You think that shit's content? To show people what you, to show, no, what, I, I get the whole men don't act vulnerable thing, but you don't have to act vulnerable in front of a camera to feel like you're a vulnerable man. You can simply address the problem, speak to the person, put it to the side, now let's get back to work. But when you want to address it in front of all of us to judge, it just, it, I don't know, it's, just, it's, it's nasty culture, bro. It's mm-hmm. natural. It's unnecessary. Yep. It's it's Takashi six nine. That's the cut. It's it's just clout. It's clout. Keep your promise I mean, to your I fucking w- self. Like I would never six nine snitch on anything. Like if it's like if it's something we can handle internally, it doesn't need to be made public. Because at Let's the end of the day, it. we already built like a great groundwork for friendship. Like some things like with friendship shouldn't be made public and for the world to see because it's not a fucking show. Then it's just it's seen as a spectacle and they don't even know what's actually going on. So. Anything that involves like issues, I always try to make sure I handle it before it like explodes into something more than what it is. It's like, look, that's, that's dead. This, like, even if I had to apologize, even if I'm not sorry, I'll still say sorry. I'm one of those type of people. Like, even you could be the most wrong person on the planet and say, look, I'd rather just say I'm sorry and just move forward with the shit and like just keep it going just so we can get shit going on. Like, but that's just how. I, I mostly operate. But that's, a, that's the way. Come on, Rich. That's the way. Yo, if <clears throat> we come from being butt naked and fucking throwing rocks at each other, mm-hmm. we come from we come from bar, barbari- barbarians and, and being, being uncivilized. Mm-hmm. Yo, you think if those people couldn't forgive thy neighbor mm-hmm. that we would have came this far? You had to forgive somebody. Mm-hmm. You had to forgive somebody that did you wrong. You had that was the, sometimes that was the only guy next to you that was gonna help you out. Hmm. And a lot of people don't realize how wrong they do until it's addressed by them. Until somebody looks them dead in the eyes and like, yo, bro, you're hurting me. Hmm. You know what I mean, this this is particularly hurt. A lot of people don't understand what they do. You know, but it's a totally different thing when it's men involved. Yes, you know, men have egos. We are not allowed to show emotion. You got to put that shit to the side. Everybody got to be a tough yep. guy and gorilla and shit. Every, right. every it's this 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 stigma about men is so distasteful. Mm-mm-mm. We should be allowed to carry ourselves with our emotions without being angry assholes. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel that's like we, we get work. there. That's how that's how men are. I just, I just got to. That's what we were taught from our fathers, though, bro. Yep. Our, ta- our fathers didn't, didn't show no emo. Hmm. Our father didn't show no emotion. Like even nope. now, my nigga, I call my father right now, bro. All right, dad, I'll talk to you later. I love you. All right, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm dead serious. Mm-hmm. I'm dead serious. Like I get and I love you out of them sometimes, but men aren't like that. Look mm-hmm. at my Chinese family. Mm-hmm. All the men in my Chinese family, all my uncles, my grandfather, yo. They finally got used to me when I got off the phone with them or in their presence. They know. I'm telling you, yo, I, I love you guys. I, I like, I love you. Have a good day. Or I love you. Have a good night. Mm. Yo, at first it used to be a long pause. like, Because they're not used to that affection showing. No. They're not used to. And, and then when I see it with like, you know, the children I'm raising, 
I see it with them. They're the most loving things in the world. Mm-hmm. All they want to do with everybody is just... You know, if we keep doing that, if we keep doing that, just giving more and more love to one another, honestly, yep. that'll be the way you can look at that yep. neighbor and understand yes. why they did you wrong yep. and understand if you can forgive right. them or not forgive them. They might not even do you wrong because of the love factor yep. being so high. Yep. I'll give you one right now. There's Go. Somebody just texted me right now that's, I guess, about you. It says, tell little bro I said what's good. His big brother missed the shit out of him, Joa. Who's that? Some, I don't know. It's an unknown number. It says J-O-A, Joa. Wait, wait. You just had an unknown number yeah. text you? About you. About me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> remember, it, I put my number up on the Facebook Live. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, if you're seeing this... Um, it says, I, tell little bro Gil, I said, what's good? His damn, big man. brother missed the shadow. Yo, salute to you. Uh, uh, apologies. I don't know the, the name, the Joa. Just, the, yo, wait, call. Wait, Rock, we should call and see who it is? No, nah, don't call. Don't call because, <laughs> no, 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 Because what if you, you this is the shit of our lie. I don't know. I guess you could call it. Fuck right, it. Fuck see it. who it is. Let's see. Let's see who it call. Set myself up for failure. Is it coming through right there? Good. No, it's not ringing yet. Hello? Yes, hello. This is your part of Picasso's basement. May I ask who's speaking? You're not a speaker. Uh, what's your what's your name? Yo, who is this? Jim? Who is this? He's, we're trying to figure out who this is. He know who this is. They tell him it's his big brother. Oh <laughs> shit! Yo, what up, y'all? I know who that is. Yeah, that's my big brother. Nah, that's my big brother. That's my big yo. Shout out to my big brother Joaquin Martinez on the check-in right now. You already know. You already. Yeah, yeah. Once, once you, once it said big brother three times, it resonated. Yo, what up? Thank you for tuning in, my brother. Thank you. Nah, I seen, I seen you. You threw that. Uh, I seen you share it. So I was like, you know what? Let me go check it out. And I was like, and I seen the number. Because I'm not signed into YouTube. So I seen the number and I was like, yo, let me just shoot him a text. Yo, uh, good shit. Why they, uh, that's what I'm talking about. Take example from my brother. Yo, salute to you. It's nice to hear from you. Especially, you live right now. So you you part uh, of the I platform. I appreciate the liveness, bro. I definitely appreciate the liveness. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. You already know. You know what I mean? Like I said, I, I wanted to be one of them silent partners you was talking about and shit. So I was, uh, yo, I, mean, I, got, I got something conjuring in my crib. You might have to be one of those silent partners. Listen, you just hit me up, bro. You got my number, man. Yes, sir. I love you, Wa. Yo, I already, you already know I love you too, bro. Y'all, y'all, still, y'all stay doing what y'all doing. Uh, Thank man. you. Appreciate it, man. Have a good one. Wow. That's for sure. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Yo, when he says he's, when he says he's my, my, my big brother, he really means it. Like, he moved to Florida several years ago, and I... Yo, we've been through absolutely like everything together, me and my man. It's like, and he's shorter than me. He's a short little black man, but he, I swear, like my lingo, my lingo, my he. You see how you say um, yo, uh, rapping allowed you to speak to people. Mm-hmm. He allowed me to speak to people. Mm-hmm. I was very shelled before I met him. I was very shelled. I was in high school, um, um, and and it's just I went to a high school where it just. I went to an all-black high school. Everybody just fucking took advantage of this little Spanish boy. Hmm. I used to get made fun of. I used to get pushed around. You know what I mean? Like, I, I used to laugh at the jokes that they were telling about me. You know, going to Flushing High School didn't really change. I went to four different high schools. I, I was never comfortable. Always in my shell until I really met and spent the summer with him. And he just... 
Say what you want. Accept your consequences after you say it, though. Mm. That allowed me to go ahead and say whatever fuck I want. Mm. And I'm still learning how to accept those consequences because I don't always say the right thing. Mm. But the person I am now, it's a big and big reason and big in part because of him. Mm. You know what I mean? How I'm able to carry myself and look at things from a different division. And it's oddly enough because he's a God-goer. He believes God gave us everything to be beautiful, great, and whatever we deal with, God did it. He's always trying to make me look at that side. And I never disagree with the side completely, but it's just so hard for me to think that, God damn, God, you a challenging motherfucker, B. Especially mm. when a fucking guy that just fucking molested a kid or did something back and hit Lotto. Mm. I don't understand. You know what I mean? I just don't understand. But I appreciate the value that he's put in my life. Fucking awesome. He's mm. given me the battery and the enthusiasm to be the best person I could be. A true, mm. true, really best friend from the mm. day I met him. Beautiful. And for him to call, that's just like irony. Yeah, that's, that's irony. Irony. That, that was because of you. You said to call it back, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, and that's the beauty of uh, doing our first live streams. This is freaking crazy. <laughs> to, roll in, to roll in and to roll out at the same time. What you thought about Cole's album? Whew. I... It was, it was okay. It was like I like some of the new stuff. Like I see he's dabbling, like trying to do like more new sounds. Like I, I love. It's like the first half was real good, and then the second half I just lost like inches. Like it was, I think it was like twelve tracks. First six, really dope. Set like the second half, it was like it just started like falling off for me. But overall, it was just okay for me. It's like I listened to it once, and then I took it off my phone. So you like his previous projects better? His previous projects, I felt, were a little bit more, like, hard-hitting for me than this one. This one, he's kind of more just talking to shit. And he did give, like, some info. Like, he was talking about some, like, fight he had with Diddy and, like, some some spot. I thought that was like, oh. I knew that there was always rumors about it, but I'm, I'm just happy he kind of addressed it. That really did happen. And... You know, he was talking about something with the devil was one of the tracks that was really dope. Yeah, I cried with the yeah. devil. That was really fire. And the first, like the first two, he just went like off talking his crap. Like, like I haven't been away. I'm still going. I'm back on my rap joint yeah, now. Off season. Off season. He's like, uh, I'm just chilling. He, I heard he got like a basketball deal in like yeah, Africa yeah, or something. I, yeah, I think he, I think he did get some type of like basketball deal or something like that. Yeah, like in Africa, and I thought that was really dope. So it's like he's doing things crazy like outside of music that's really fire so i respect cole love cole love to if ever there was a feature that came up that i could do with cole i would definitely do it with cole he's definitely like in my top five like features i want to do before i die <laughs> but but overall this wasn't this wasn't his best album for you this wasn't his best for me personally i still love his second album more than most of his albums born center i love boys still drive no, that was Born Sinner. Born Sinner. Born Sinner was a really good album. Born Sinner yes. was a really good album. But you know what? Because at that point, he even said it was like he had to kind of be on his fakey fakeness in the industry. So he had like a lot more production, like more handed beats to him. But while after like his fourth and fifth and fourth and fifth, he did it himself. Like after like Forest Hills Drive and all the ones after that, he those are productions he did himself. And it worked out really well. Like he still went platinum with all of it. But it's like I like. I want to try you with different stuff. Like I want, I love how he would be like on a maybe Pharrell or a Timberland mm -hmm. or a Dre, like like really go in and see how they are. And he did great. And then he dropped like a freestyle on LA Leakers that was like super flames that I really enjoyed. Well, I really like I really like the fact that he sampled a lot of people. 
Yes. I really like the fact that he sampled a lot of people. It, like, um, that was a big deal for me. I love, I love the like, like, versatility of rappers. Like, to, to when I first heard it, it was early Saturday morning, and to hear Cameron. Yes, the cameras, yo. That shit bugged me. So dip segue, my boy Cole. I'm like, yo, how you get? You got camera? Well, you know why he got camera, right? Because of that sample. The mm. sample is from a Cameron song. Mm. Oh yes, 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 yes. You know what the song's called, right? No, I've heard. I-95. You know yes. why? Because from Harlem yes. down to where Good. he lives, you take the yep. I-95. It takes down the, from north to southeast. Fucking That's the I-95. Awesome, like, I-, I do like he used the samples. I do like the fact that. He gets the samples cleared so easy. Well, you know I mean? they he, don't... he's an upper echelon rapper. He can get, he be like, oh, I want this good. And they'd be like, all right, give me five minutes. Like with some rappers, like they'll never get it cleared and they'll just wait for the consequences and have to do the either interpolation split or business split where they make no money off the song. So I'm not they can claim your whole album just because of that one song, mm-hmm. which is fucked up. Because it's like okay, I well, look at look at look at um look at Juice World. Yeah, that was look crazy. He only made fifty percent. Off that whole album, while Sting made eighty five percent. Well, why is that? I don't find that crazy. Mm. I, yo, bro. If I got away with stealing something, first off, if I'm under a label, that's the label's job to find that out. First off, second off, if I got away with stealing something, and now I am known to tens and millions of people, mm-hmm. but the one thing I didn't get from it was the money. I still fucking win. Hmm. Sting might have took that fucking the eighty five percent, ninety percent, but Juice World got the fame. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. won, and mm-hmm. and you know what? If, if God bless the dead man, and I know we all struggle and we all got issues. The whole song "Lucid Dreams" is an entire fucking issue. Mm. He takes prescription. I take prescription pills just to. F- I don't. I yo know, personally. I don't like when kids are going head singing. I hear you, your shadows in my room. Mm. Because if they heard the lyrics and you hear what he's talking about, he's talking about taking pills and shit. There's mm. nothing cool about that. Mm-hmm. So maybe in, in hindsight, maybe in mm. hindsight, maybe he shouldn't even have got that sample. Mm. Because look what fame did to Juice World. Mm-hmm. It killed him. Mm-hmm. To the point where he's on a plane with all these drugs and he don't know what to do because the, the fucking the cops are pulling the plane over and he's like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Nobody's going to claim the drugs? Mm. Takes all the drugs and overdoses. Mm. So it really goes to show you, like, I don't know if he deserved that sample, mm. but imagine if he didn't get caught and would have had the hundreds and millions and t- that the song was worth, mm-hmm. or is it really worth it? Mm-hmm. Is it because he died that it's really worth it? Because everything he's stating in the song is how he died. Mm. What makes the worth in that? Mm. You know, like with Jake, that's why with Jake Cole. He sampled the right things, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think his album, I've heard it three times already. And I haven't pressed forward on a track. Mm-hmm. I usually don't go through that. Mm-hmm. I'm a skimmer. Mm-hmm. I don't have to skim. Mm-hmm. It, it was... It was really... It was, it, it, was, it. it was one... I think it might be in contention for album of the year. Mm-hmm. If Drake don't drop... If Drake don't drop... Certified lover boy. Because <laughs> he said he's coming in August. Oh, if, if Drake don't drop... Oh. Oh, but it depends on what Drake drops too. Because uh, Alp is not just because oh it's Drake, we gotta buy it. It's like it gotta be good no, too. I, I hope he brings music. Rich. Uh, oh he oh he always does. Every album is always some like shit. Like I would listen to seventy five percent of a Drake album. I love. Like there's only been like probably like 
one one album I didn't like of his, and he's been out what since like two thousand nine, mm-hmm. dropping shit. I think the only one I didn't like was um nothing was the same. Nothing was the same. That's I, I, yeah, like Drake. Drake is a pocket rapper for me. Yeah, and he knows that. He knows that he, he has to drop at the right time. Yes. That's how people get his... But Certified Lover Boy, that's like a great album. I never even thought of I that I hope album. so. I hope so, man. I hope, he don't, I hope he don't play around. I hope he ain't playing around. Don't you know, you around. just... You haven't rapped about your kid or anything like that, like that. And <laughs> yeah, he only did on one track, like March 14th on the last one. But that's my point. Certified Lover Boy, that means you still being a fuck boy. Hmm. That means you, you still, you're still rapping for the ladies. You haven't yet crossed over into being an adult. It seems like it seems like like I hope your album don't come across that way, because that's what I got from Cole. From Cole, I finally got in this album adult rap. Hmm. I got adult rap from. I'm going through this shit. I'm going through that shit. I'm going. It's not just I'm killing niggas and talking shit. Because that's what Cole would do. Cole would go ahead and stress how much greater he is with the pen game than all of you guys. Mm, but here he didn't do that. He simply came off a of feeling hmm. and emotion. It makes me wonder what Kendrick's gonna drop too. Kendrick, like, I know he's been hiding out for a minute, but he has some shit that's coming out pretty soon. Because they have, like, some videos and photos of him, like, in the street taking pictures and stuff. So I wonder what he's getting prepped for. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar. So I wonder what he's getting prepped for. So I can't wait for TD stuff. And then Drake, you know, of course Drake's going to kill it. So I'm not even worried about Drake. Okay, so fuck it. Drake is incredible. So it is what it is. So, how much is this last drink you got left? Because I'm getting a little no, bit hungry. Alright, right. right, so I want to thank everybody that was part of this hour. I don't know what he did, but okay. Alright, so thank you all for being part of the lives. I appreciate you being part of the, if you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube. Oh, look at this one. That's it. oh, that computer died. I mean, that DSLR died. Yep, she's dead. Battery dead. Yeah, so see, that's how long we've been going. An hour and 30. So, mm-hmm. thank you all so much. Follow me everywhere. Thank you for joining our first live stream. We're going to try to do more of this. So, keep tuning in. Every fucking Sunday. Yes, every Sunday. We're going to get used to it. We're going to be dropping shit like crazy. Uh, shit happens live. It's, it's, it happens it live. As you can see, this this died out. Look, the battery's died on this shit, too. So, it's Richie Loves Jolios. You already know the deal. Follow the pigs. Have a good night, everybody. Enjoy your rest of your Sunday. And I'm fucking hungry. Say bye-bye to the piggies. Bye-bye to the piggies. Say bye-bye to the piggies. We love the piggies. We love the piggies. Niggas crazy. I'm not crazy, nigga. Let's get money, motherfucker. Get money. Get, get money, motherfucker. Get money. Let's get money, motherfucker. Get money. Keep, keep money, motherfucker, keep money Money is the root of all evil And evil's just another name of what they call people From coins, paper, checks, to the credit cards Even if you buy nothing, feel like you were getting charged Don't need cable, cause I got that fire stick Hacking my neighbor's Wi-Fi, yeah, you know them wire tricks I gotta sit back now and just save up Before I start walking these trains now with a change cup Looking up, don't know why he put me in poverty Wanna get my money clean, but itching for a robbery It really sucks on the daily now being sad and broke I would say that it's funny, but I'm really bad at jokes Better days will come, can't turn away and run I overdrafted my sneakers, man, I couldn't pay the funds This is my life now, it's really sad but true So do you think I'm really doing just as bad as you? Let's give money, mother.
keep money, keep keep money, motherfucker, keep money. Let's get money, motherfucker, get money. Keep keep money, motherfucker, get money. It isn't looking good being black in America. Gentrification is now attacking my area. And it's a crying shame. And as you lie in pain, you're gonna leave this world alone and probably die in vain. But I move in silence, so I don't need to shout. I plant my money trees and then you'll see my seeds will sprout. All over the nation, they're probably the globe. Just don't be in the rust when you gotta see the dough. Give the money to the poor and the hungry. Even to the whites that slam the door and call us monkeys. They do it purposely, almost feels like a curse to me. Mother can't be a starving child, really hurts to see. Walking a straight line, I'm on the road to riches. And I'm waiting for the boat to pass, but they control the bridges. Just wanna chill, rest my soul on the beach. Pay attention to the moves, watch the goals I'ma reach. That's never known broke Has enough money to even snort his own coat Never joke to the ghetto just to see how we living Hope it's coming soon, just see the vow is winning Feeling like everything in the world is dark and grim Don't blame you little man, but you gotta start to win Cause it's your life now, it's really sad but true And to be honest, I'm glad I'm not as bad as you Money.